Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Monday the 11th of July 2022. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Let's jump into it. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 finished down a little over 1% today to 6,602 points. The big iron ore miners were sold off sharply. BHP fell 2.7% while Rio Tinto and Fortescue Metals were both off around 2%. The banks were also weaker, with Macquarie Group down 1.8% and National Australia Bank falling 1.3%. There was plenty of red across the market, with around three quarters of the top 200 losing ground. Telstra was one of the few large caps to end up in positive territory. Among the hardest hit were online property group REA down more than 4%, and Minor South 32, gaming machine manufacturer Aristocrat Leisure, Goldig and Newcrest, and building materials company James Hardy, all fell more than 2%. The worst performer was EML Payments, more of that shortly. Battery Group Novonics fell 11%. Agribusiness Costa Group at one point today went into a trading halt. Shares had fallen about 12% ahead of that. Later in the day, the group warned of quality issues due to weather events, most notably around naval oranges. Share trading reopened and by the close, Costa was down 8%. The best performer was Suncorp Group, up nearly 2%. Given that's the best, it shows it wasn't much of a day on the market, really. Several of the shopping centres, Unibail, Redemco, Westfield, shopping centres, Australasia, and vicinity centres were among the best performers. Story number two, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese today responded to a slightly limp olive branch from Beijing, saying Australia would act in its national interest. The Chinese foreign minister pretty much outlined four preconditions for relations to improve between the two countries including acting as partners, not rivals, seeking common ground and rejecting third-party manipulation, which was a slight at Canberra's relationship with Washington. Mr Albanese said Australia will cooperate with China where we can, and he wants to build good relations with all countries. But he warned that the meeting between the foreign ministers of the two countries over the weekend was a step forward, but Australia had not yet changed its position. Story number three, Link Administration has rejected Canadian group Diane Durham's improved $4.57 a share bid and upgraded its profit guidance. The takeover bid is falling into the long run category, this one. Remember, the bid last year was much higher than the current bid, which reflects changes in financial markets and competition concerns over Link's 42% stake in conveyancing group PEXA. Link's board today said it was unable to recommend the revised offer after stakeholder feedback and alternative options if the deal fell over. Story number four, EML Payments, the payments group that struggled with its operations in Ireland, today lost its chief executive who resigned, sending its share price down 24%. Tom Cregan stepped down without giving a reason. Mr Cregan has run the business for 10 years, taking it from a small tech operation to a payment system business operating in 32 countries. Most recently, he's been at the forefront of the group's efforts to ward off a potential class action relating to the group's purchase of an Irish business in late 2019. Now, shareholders don't like it when there's no reason given for a CEO departure. He'll be replaced by director Emma Shand. Its share price is now off 60% this year. Finally, story number five, Macau has shut down in an attempt to control the spread of COVID. And that's had a big impact on some of the world's biggest casino operators. Share prices for the big gaming groups tumbled after the city closed all business venues with Macau's six casinos being forced to shut their doors. All residents are banned from leaving their homes unless they're buying groceries or looking after the elderly. And this comes after 59 new cases were reported today 
taking the total number in the city since June 18 to 1,536. So 1,536 by comparison, Sydney seven-day average is over 11,000 for each 24-hour period. Hmm. That's what zero COVID policy means. That's it for the afternoon report for Monday, the 11th of July, 2022. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning for the Tuesday edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.